Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Ah, hello, 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 and welcome to. Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may begin your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now on YouTube. Guys, we got a loaded show for you guys today. This is going to be the WrestleMania 35 predictions where I get the final say-so of what I think is going to happen at WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium this Sunday. So, without further ado, let's get started. Alright guys, so to start things off with, of course, WrestleMania 35 will be taking place in New Jersey on Sunday, April 7th in MetLife Stadium, home of the New York Football Giants and the New York Jets. Everything will be starting at 4 p.m. Pacific time for the main card. And for the kickoff show, it will start at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So if you really add that up, that will be between 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. for the kickoff. And from 7 p.m. probably until 12 a.m. the next morning for the main card. All because of all the matches that are happening at WrestleMania 35 this year. So let's go ahead and get into the predictions and let's go ahead and make a lot of people unhappy with what I have to say. So to start off with, we of course got the main event, the Raw Women's Championship, which will be including Ronda Rousey as the champion versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. The historical main event will be assumed We all assume, excuse me, was coming and is now a reality. The final match of the WrestleMania 35 card will be Rousey putting the Raw Women's title on the line against 2019 Royal Rumble winner Lynch and Flair. To make this historical main event match even more interesting, Flair will be walking in as the SmackDown Women's Champion after she defeated Asuka for the title just 12 days prior to WrestleMania. Though it's being advertised that the main event will only be contested for the Raw Women's Championship, of course, there will still be time for that to change. But, of course, you know, I've already made my predictions, well, preview for Raw and SmackDown, and, of course, that is going to happen because we're going to try to unify the titles. And unifying the titles or, hey, you know, having... That one person have both titles and defend on both uh, brands, that would be great. But honestly, I think 
going to a jointed title is the right move that WWE needs to head to. The Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar walking in as the champion, will be facing Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, for this one right here, uh, of course, Seth Rollins is your 2019 Men's Royal Rumble winner. And for him to go into Suplex City and burn down the entire city is going to be phenomenal. Because I have Seth Rollins winning over Brock Lesnar, but then, of course, having Roman Reigns come out and turn heel on Seth Rollins to then now claim the championship that he never lost. And going back, uh, guys, I was just informed that uh, I did not mention anything about who I think is going to win at WrestleMania 35 for the main event. And I am actually having Becky Lynch win both the Raw and the SmackDown Women's Championship in that match in fashionable style. Uh, Actually making... Charlotte Flair tap out to the uh, armbar or armbreaker. Uh, I think I think it's the armbreak for Becky Lynch. Next up is the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan will be walking in as the champion versus Kofi Kingston, who is more deserving than anybody else to go in and face Daniel Bryan. Now this is where I'm gonna really really make a lot of people mad but you know I say Daniel Bryan is going to win at Wrestlemania oh my gosh oh my goodness I really need a uh, freaking like you know tornado siren going off right now in this part of the segment of the podcast but yes Daniel Bryan wins over Kofi Kingston Uh, just oh my goodness you know a lot of people are going to be, you know, tweeting at me on Twitter. And I could just already just see it. But the reason why I say Daniel Bryan needs to win at WrestleMania is for the only fact. Because not only has he held the championship for so little time. But there there needs to be more opponents than Kofi Kingston after this. And uh, people are still speculating that The Miz can still have content with the WWE Championship. So, what we need is, of course, Daniel Bryan to win at WrestleMania on the grandest stage of them all. But then after that, you know, have The Miz go into, say, a Money in the Bank or a SummerSlam, for that matter, matter, and beat Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. And then The Miz holds on to it until the next WrestleMania, which will be WrestleMania 36 at uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. So, again, sorry if I made a lot of people mad, but Daniel Bryan will walk out of the uh, arena at MetLife Stadium as your WWE Champion. I hope I'm wrong, but then there again, it just needs to flow like that because The Miz still needs that title and people are still speculating that he will get it this year. So we have to wait and see what happens at WrestleMania because if Kofi wins, it still could be a possibility, but you can't have two baby faces facing each other because then, you know, everybody's cheering for them. So you can't have that. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. So going back to what I said about Roman Reigns, 
he is going to turn heel after he loses to Drew McIntyre. Yes, that's right, guys. I am saying Drew McIntyre will, in fact, win over Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns won't be the same guy that he was before he let he you know relinquished the Universal Title because of the leukemia, and um, I like I said, I just have him. Going up to Seth Rollins, hugging him, like, you know, bro, I'm so proud of you and everything. And he walks away slowly, and Seth, you know, looks at that WrestleMania sign, and you're like, I did it, baby. And then turn around, and then, and then, spare, spare, like that. I could just hear Corey Graves and Michael Cole just going crazy whenever Roman Reigns spares Seth Rollins after beating Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Next up, we have AJ Styles going up against Randy Orton. I say Randy Orton needs to win this because he hasn't won any matches so far. <laughs> like, I mean, he's he's now in this like just gimmick where he just he just shows up out of nowhere. And uh he and anytime that he does show up and for like an actual match, he's losing it. And uh I just have Randy Orton going into this as a huge favorite to win over AJ Styles. This is the very interesting one. I'm going to say Triple H wins his match over Batista. So, I'm going to read it out. So, Triple H versus Batista in a no-holds-barred. And if Batista wins, Triple H's career will be over. So, like I said, I have Triple H winning this. And I'm kind of... I'm kind of like just in with the storyline. And here's why. Because... With the storyline, we don't get much. We we haven't really got much. You know, explain to me why is the reason that Batista wants to face Triple H again? If I'm not mistaken, I think it was WrestleMania 22, Batista beat Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. So why do you want to face Triple H again? I mean, it makes no sense. Is there a reason... Uh, throughout the store, like the storyline of evolution, or like what what's going on with it, I can't figure it out. Uh, WWE on this on this card right here, they have done a very bad job of telling the story between Triple H and Batista. But again, Triple H is the babyface walking into this certain situation, and he will win over Dave Batista. The Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley, the champion, versus Finn Balor. Guys, I have Bobby Lashley win in this one, just for the simple fact that the titles will swap brands again after WrestleMania, where we do the uh, Superstar Shakeup. And Bobby Lashley, I have him going to SmackDown and have a new competition over there because they really need to break up the Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre kind of uh, glory days, if if I could say, because Bobby Lashley is a dominant force by himself, but he ne- he needs to be like he was back in TNA where he was dominant and holding a prestigious title. And so I think with that being said, SmackDown would be the perfect opportunity for Bobby Lashley. The United States Championship, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I'm going to have to say Rey Mysterio wins this one and then goes over to Raw because Rey Mysterio on Raw would be a better 
card every single Monday night because then you can have Rey Mysterio say doing like a open challenge, a US open challenge, excuse me, and you know, competing on Raw and you'll be like, damn, you know, okay, I like this. You know, he's picking really great superstars uh to come out and face him for the US title. So again, I have Rey Mysterio winning the US championship and then moving over to Monday Night Raw. After that, we got the Women's Tag Team Championship. Oh boy, this is going to be great. Sasha Banks and Bayley, the Boston Hug Connection, are walking in as the champions versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Nia Jackson, uh, Tamina Sanuka, and of course, my favorite, and the winners, the Iconics. Yes, that's right, guys. The Iconics. I have them winning this matchup right here. But everybody's saying that, of course, the boss in the hug connection is going to win. No, it's not. Okay. The Sasha and Bailey's time is just up and over. I don't like how this has played out. You went from freaking feuding from last year's Elimination Chamber all the way through through most of this, um, you know, 2018 going into 2019. And then you had your friendship, um, whatever that was, consultation. And then all of a sudden, you're tag team champions. What the? What was? What's going on? How do you do this? You go from feuding to being tag team champions and just act like nothing ever happened. I don't like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. We 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 were robbed of the Bailey and Sasha Banks feud that was going to happen at last year's WrestleMania. We were robbed of it, and rightfully so. I think they should drop the titles to the Iconics and start that feud up for backlash. That's what I think. But, and of course, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, like, what, why are you here? Why in the world are you here in this match? Uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina, uh, Tamina Sanuka, is just like, what? You know, bullies going into this match, you know, you really don't have that much, you know, charisma going on for yourself. Tamina, she's like, oh, I'm Tamina. Nia Jax, oh, I just broke Becky's face. That's all she could say. I broke Becky's face. I mean, my God. Just just go off Monday Night Raw already. Go on, you know, friggin' NXT. Start a new character gimmick or something. My God, I just do not like Nia and Tamina. I mean, Tamina, she, like I said, she just, she's just there. Just there. And the Iconics, you know, I love the hell out of them. They are the they are the underdogs going in this one. And you can't have Beth Phoenix coming in and winning a championship after just coming out of retirement. No, sir. No. Uh-uh. You cannot have that happen. You got to have the Iconics win this match. Nia Jax and Tamina have no part of this storyline. All they're doing is just beating up people and uh, going around Nia saying, oh, I broke Baker's face so I can break yours too. And then to me, he's like, oh, I'm Domino. <laughs> it's, so, it's just so weird. It's just so funny. But oh my gosh. And then plus two, it's just so horrible how this was booked. My gosh. I mean, I would have been fine with just the Iconics versus the Walton Hug Connection. I didn't need Beth Phoenix and Natalia and Nia Jackson Tamina. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said that right. I don't. I didn't need those other two tag team partners going into this match. I like I said, I would have been fine with the iconics and the Boston Hug connection. That would have made a more great story than anything else. Well, not a story, just a great match in general because the iconics beat the Boston Hug connection. They did. Uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia Denton, Nia Jackson, Tamina Denton. So why are they in this championship match? The Iconics are the only ones who beat the Boston Hug Connection. And I just don't understand it. I really don't. So the Iconics, I say, are going to walk out of WrestleMania 35 as your new women's tag team champions. All right, finally, now we are getting on to some other good action. The Miz versus Shane McMahon, a Falls Count Anywhere. This feud really kicked off a fast lane, kicked off at fast lane when McMahon brutally assaulted Miz in front of his hometown fans in Cleveland, as well as his father after they lost on in the tag team title match against the Usos. On the fall on SmackDown Live, McMahon explained his reasoning of turning on his partner, and he also announced right then and there that they will be facing at WrestleMania 35. With less than two weeks to go until Mania, it was announced that it will be a no falls it will be now a false count anywhere match. So yeah, start placing your bets on McMahon that he will be jumping off on inside of the MetLife Stadium. So, yeah, I could, I could just see it now. The top of the MetLife Stadium sign itself. Uh, Shane McMahon's just jumping like 500 freaking feet in the air down to the ring. I could just I could just see it. I really do. And then the Miz, yeah, of course, just, you know, oh, I'm going to move out of the way. <laughs> and then, boom, there we go. You know, the Miz wins or something. But I just feel like there's another stipulation. And, uh, but, but then there again, we just never know. I just feel like it could be coming, you know, right before the card. Well, the matchup that starts, who never knows. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin in the final match. I was like, this right here is already like a like a grade C for for me. Why is it a grade C for me? Excuse me, I had to cough. I am like really talking too much today. Because Kurt Angle needs a better opponent than this right here. He don't need Baron Corbin. Like, Baron Corbin is now just that mediocre character that just like, oh, I came out and I just demolished a shield and oh, just like that. You know, like, why, dude, you know, just go back to NXT. Oh my gosh, no one likes you no more. You were a dominant force when you had your long hair. <laughs> but now since you're old Scotty McBaldy here, that you, you just ain't relevant no more now. But <clears throat> I think first of what's going to happen, Kurt Angle is going to beat Car- Baron Car- I was fixing Karen Borbin, but Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, and then Kurt Angle's like, no, no, uh-uh, that was just too quick. I need a worthy opponent. And then you're John Cena's theme song and and then you know what you have your 2002 nostalgia back (laughs) then finally Kurt Angle beats John Cena in this farewell match 
I do believe this is going to be on the kickoff show right here, and that will be the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese, if I'm pronouncing that right. <coughs> oh, man. But anyways, guys, so uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. I really don't watch 205 Live, so I'm just going to say Buddy Murphy is going to win this one. Uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, the annual men's battle royal will be making its return to the WrestleMania card for the sixth consecutive year. Though emerging victorious in the match hasn't really translated to much for the winner in its short history, there's always the chance that this year could be the exception. <clears throat> Confirmed entrance so far is Braun Strowman, M- Michael Che, if I'm pronouncing that right, Colin Joseph, of course, those are the CNL characters or you know actors uh andrade apollo cruz titus o'neill tyler breeze ginger mahal no way jose bobby Roode, chad gable lucha house party bo dallas curtis axel heat slater rhino uh vic victor connor ali shelton shelton benjamin luke gallows carl Unson, matt hardy jeff hardy uh otis Tucker and EC3. So out of that kind of um, list right there, I say EC3 out of this one. EC3 needs that big push, and I think this could be the the opportunity where he wins the Andre Giant Battle Royal, and then all of a sudden you see him in a title picture somewhere, maybe the U.S., maybe the Intercontinental. Who knows? <clears throat> Finally, now we are on to the Women's Battle Royal. The Women's Battle Royal made its debut last year in New Orleans at WrestleMania 34 with Naomi emerging as the inaugural winner. Now there will be no SmackDown Women's title defense. The match will make its return to the WrestleMania card with a slew of women set to take part. Confirmed entrance will be, of course, Asuka, who lost the SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mika James, and Zelina Vega. Uh, out of that right there, guys, I'm going to say Asuka is going to win this because, you know, she kind of just like relinquished the title kind of sort of to Charlotte Flair. And so in return, you know, Hey, since you gave up the title to Charlotte, I'll tell you what, we'll give you the the winning spot for the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, next up to follow, guys, is, of course, uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos will be facing Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev in the bar. Uh, in this one, I'm going to say that the bar is going to win this one. Why do I say that? Because the Usos has faced everybody on SmackDown Live. They are the most dominant tag team in in WWE history. I mean, yes, there are like multiple time champions, but at the same time, they've had brutal matches. Oh my God. I lo- the match of the year was whenever they had uh, the Usos Versus the New Day. Oh my god. And the Hell in the Cell match. At the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. 
that was just monstrous, dude. Very, it, it was very monstrous, and I loved it. And I loved how the Usos came out victorious in it. But that they're they are unstoppable on SmackDown, so they need new opponents. So you have them losing the championships on the SmackDown side of things, and then Superstar Shakeup. Hey, the Usos are coming to Raw. Watch out because the Uso Penitentiary is going to be locked down. I loved it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, me, but guys, that is all the time I have for today. I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. Again, I'm sorry if I made a lot of people mad, but, you know, Daniel Bryan's going to win the match at WrestleMania. I hope I'm wrong, but then again, I hope I'm right. So, who knows? And, uh, again, shout out to my friend Ben if he's listening to his podcast. I'm definitely going to tell him about it because I, you know, got a little... Uh, got, got, got a little excited about the Iconics in this certain matchup. Uh, but today's podcast, guys, uh, definitely is a good one. I cannot wait for WrestleMania. I'm planning on staying up all night to to watch the full thing. Because I don't want to miss the first ever women's main event for WrestleMania. I really don't. It's a historical event that's going to take place. And I I, I want to be a part of it. I really do. So, guys, let me go rest my throat now because of all the excitement that has been happening in this podcast. And so, yeah. So, guys, I uh, sure hope you did enjoy. And if you did, make sure to hit like that, hit that like button on both SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, and, of course, on YouTube. Till then, guys, I'm Cole Morgan. We'll catch you all later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers.